Hey, welcome back. This is season two, episode two. It is me once again for now, Rob G, and with me always, P90, aka Lamb. You see how he makes it sound like he's gonna leave me again? Like, hey, you never that, know. I can't make promises. That's just fucked up. I but hey, we're two for two right now, so we're, we're we got a pretty good streak going on. Yeah, for now, for now. Uh, and if you don't know, this is Get Your Nerd On podcast. Where we give you the best nerd news in comic books, video games, and movies, and other stuff that we assume that you enjoy. So, yeah. Look at that. There's a fucking... Is that a cat? Sorry. I yeah, there's there's these. cats around. There's like three cats in my neighborhood. I actually don't like cats. All right. No, the dickheads. Yeah. Uh, game news we're starting off with, as usual. <clears throat> game Pass will be adding Final Fantasy XV, Wolfenstein, Youngblood, and more starting February 13th. I believe Youngblood is already on there right now, or it's on there for coming soon. I don't remember. It's coming soon. I just saw, I think I just saw um, the ad on my Xbox saying it's coming soon. Because I went on the app, and it's there, but they they have a coming soon section. I wasn't sure what section I was in. But, yeah, so by February 13th, 13th, most of those games will be starting to come on there. I'm just waiting for the Kingdom Hearts stuff, because I know that those are coming soon. As well as Bleeding Edge, which is a melee fighting arena game. That is made by um, Ninja Theory, I believe it was. It's an Xbox exclusive, so I advise everyone to get Game Pass. It is still a dollar deal going on right now. This is not an ad. This is just me telling you, go get Game Pass and try it. It's definitely worth it. Uh, Me and him have been on Game Pass for fucking months now. It's really good. It's worth it. I will definitely keep paying once it actually starts taking money from my account. Well, uh, they also so if you Xbox, um, if you have an F- wow, if you have a Xbox subscription, there we go. Uh, you have different options. You can either pay for Gold or Xbox Game Pass, or they have Xbox Unlimited, right? Where you it's uh, Gold Game, Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, where you get Gold and um, uh, Xbox Game Pass, and it's kind of like a middle price if you were to get. If you were to get Gold and Xbox Game Pass, the, you save like five dollars a month. Yeah, it's like fifteen dollars a month, which it just makes sense. If you're gonna get Game Pass, you might as well just get the Unlimited Facts. or and Ultimate, whatever it's called. If you have a PC and an Xbox, you win on that because Game Pass is also on PC now, so you can play your games almost everywhere, and you'll need it for uh, Project X Cloud when that comes out. So, once you start playing games on your fucking phone and shit, you're going to need that Game Pass. Project Mara, a game by Hellblade devs, um, Ninja Theory, was unveiled, and it will be a real-world and grounded representation of mental terror, which seems like we are getting another psychological-styled horror game. And I'm all for it because Hellblade was extremely fire. Like, I genuinely enjoyed that, that game. That's the, the Sauna game, right? Yeah. Hellblade, yeah. That was that was fantastic. And that company's making another game, which is supposed to be another uh, horror-themed game, but not like Resident Evil, more like how Hellblade was, mm-hmm. but it's going to probably be a little darker because they're actually putting horror as the thing. Uh, okay. This was just a psychological game, yeah. if anything, but this one's like, nah, we're going to put the word horror in here, and I'm all for it. I'm trying to shit my pants. The second one better be as good as the first one. They better not tweak it like... Uh... I think... Like, what games you're doing right now. I don't think they'll tweak it too much. I think, if anything, they'll probably add another form of combat. 
so it's not too repetitive. Although I was cool with it because the way the combat in that game was, yeah, it was it was, like it was it was okay. Sprinkle, so yeah, it boring. wasn't it wasn't like you were fighting for ten minutes doing the same. That's why like Batman kind of got annoying at some times, where it was just like wave after wave, and you're just pressing X and Y, X and Y, X and Y, the occasional B. Here, like you would only fight anywhere from like five to ten enemies, yeah. so it wasn't too bad, and it wasn't very often as well, so. Um, the only time where it was like that long of fighting was fucking at the end. At the end, yeah, when you're supposed to die and you don't think you're supposed to die, so you're fighting for half an hour, you're like, wow, these are a lot of enemies. Oh when is the cutscene gonna happen? God, bro, that that part was a little nuts, but uh that was also my fault. I was just like, Oh, I didn't know I could just die and end the freaking game technically. But yes, they're making a new game and I'm all hyped for it. Uh, rumor mill started winding up again that Far Cry 6 will be coming to us March 2021. Expectations? I mean, I, Far Cry kind of lost me. Um, Far Cry 5 was okay. Um, I wasn't the, the biggest... I, I liked it and disliked it. Uh, and then New Dawn was like... I like what they were trying to do with it, but it was, again, it was kind of like, uh, it was cool momentarily, but then it, I kind of got tired of it, but I did beat the whole thing. Um, I can have it back now then. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're here. I can give it to you. I'm still keeping control though. And, uh, I, I haven't played, uh, primal, but everyone's kind of told me that's kind of like a boring version of it. Yeah. I mean, primal is cool for like the first two hours because it's not the same far cry like it's literally sticks and fucking stones Mm -hmm. and then after that it's like all right now this is getting boring i don't know how they're gonna that's the thing like when you make games like this how do you make them interesting because i think of it with grand theft auto although the six is still a single digit number Grand Theft Auto has done a good good job making all their games still interesting. Well, and I they're think, literally. I think they the did same. a good job with like F- Primal and New Dawn, it being a pretty full length game. It's still like a six hour kind of nonstop game, but mm-hmm. they only charge thirty bucks, which I'm happy about because other companies and other games they would just charge yeah, the full sixty. And then make you think it's a full full game. And then come out with like maybe one more DLC, which is like an only an hour worth of gameplay, and it's just like, really. So I I think for a thirty dollar game like New Dawn was really good. I don't know. I, I I think just Far Cry Three was just the best. Yeah, I don't think anything can match that. Team. No, because what was four? Four was the one with Pagan Min, the dude. Oh, who was your okay. Or yeah, I did actually. I did like four as well. I I thought. I thought three was the best storyline and everything and just like capabilities and just the gameplay. I think four improved on certain things. Like um, the the only thing I like four better was that they kind of had um, the the firefight mode, um, like the the arena battle version. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked the the LSD missions when you were like tripping on acid yeah, or whatever. That was, dope. That was cool. Um, Far Cry 5 tried to recreate that, which I just didn't hit the same way. Um, I think both 3 and 4 wasted their villains, which 5 did a pretty good job of. 
um, ever since five, I watched a couple things and like they're involved like preachers and like cults and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think they did a really good job with the villain. I think the story just didn't necessarily hit too well. The, my thing is, the story didn't compare to the other ones. The characters were right, but the gameplay and the story didn't hit good enough. Yeah. Because the gameplay got really annoying. Yeah, like it got super repetitive. Enjoy the world you were in. Because everyone's just trying to kill you. And I get it. That's kind of the game that's happening. The cult is bigger than you. But it's like, I want to be able to explore the game. I want to be able to take a breather every now and then. Like, the only time is, like, when you were near, in the vicinity of, like, the start of a mission. As long as there's not a car driving by, no one's ever going to bother you. Yeah, that's the worst part about 5 and New Dawn was that you were always getting spotted. Yeah. And it was just like, yo, like, really? And, and all of them were, like, marksman shots, like, from 400 yards away. And she's like, how? how? And that's probably my only big issue with uh, with Far Cry. So that's one thing I really hope they change is just the, the way enemy spotting works and engaging in battles works. Other than that, the game, I'm pretty excited for another Far Cry game. I hope that it just feels a little bit different, but it's as fun as Far Cry 4 or 5. Where would you like the location to be? Because so far we had the jungle, then we had like, well, we no, we had a like Paradise Island, mm-hmm. and then we had the Himalayas kind of thing, and then we just had like rural Montana. I want it to, you know, Far Cry is such a thing where it's always an island styled place. Even I'd in... be okay with like what they just did with um, Wildlands. Kind of like a South America kind of jungle-esque. See, that's the thing. I think Ubisoft got into this thing where they just enjoy being out in mountains and very far plains because Assassin's Creed and all the recent Far Cries, there's just nothing but big open space. And But you can't have... Um... You can't have Far Cry like in a city environment. That's the that's that's where my issue comes. Nor from, a trying to flat plainland. You know what I mean? Because it's like I kind of wanted in something closer to a city, but because Far Cry's theme kind of revolves around the island type aspect, like even Montana, it felt like you were on a just a big island mm-hmm. with a bunch of mountains and stuff. There's not a Far Cry game without a bunch of mountains. Not a Far Cry game without a bunch of water. It's like I don't. I can't really give you a straight answer on what I want. I just, maybe just a little less mountains. Anywhere with just a little less mountains. That's all. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I think the only game where I'm, I don't really have a preference on like where they do locations, like for any games. Like now I'm thinking like um, the Division, like they, uh, no, not the Division, the Wildlands uh, games. Mm -hmm. Like the first one was in like uh, Guatemala or Ecuador or wherever that game was. And then the second one was, like, its own little islands, like, cool, whatever. The only game where I'm, like, they need to do this is Forza Horizon, and they need it to be in Japan. Yes. It's the ultimate car culture. Why the fuck they did it in, like, Great Britain, I don't know. They just try to get, like, oh, look at our graphics, and look how beautiful the leaves look. Go fuck your leaves. I keep telling myself the excuse for that is... We really didn't want to give you the best of our abilities until the next system comes out because we know it's coming out soon. We're going to give you Japan. You just got to wait. Like, that's my excuse. Uh, dude, it's going to be the ultimate be 
like Forza Horizon game if you and but the problem the, the problem with Forza Horizon like the last game like I, I'm such a big Forza Horizon fan and the last game that came out whatever it was like three or four five ninety seven I don't know what it is anymore. Forza um, Horizon Four. It's just it was just way too much happening between like now you have your Bitmoji and or your avatar and like you pick clothes and then you win clothes instead of money and car like the fuck out of here with all that shit i feel like they added that at first it was someone was like let's give our characters avatars now someone's like cool i think it's let's put this winning stuff on the wheel so there's less money but it's also because of the i think it was the craze of um emotes no the 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 um, with the the shooting games, um, the the online microtransactions. No, um, not Apex Legends. The Fortnite, like f- games oh, okay. like Fortnite and um, the other one that was before Fortnite that was really popular with all PUBG. the PUBG. Car- no, the cartoony one. Uh, cartoon. That was just like multiplayer shooting. There was uh the 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 um, I think like Fortnite. animals and creatures and um. Oh my god, this game. Is this Minecraft? No, somehow? no. It was like an Xbox game that. It's like Call of Duty, except not Call of Duty. Oh Christ, it's gonna bother me so. Like, no one really plays it anymore. It's more of like a PC thing now. Only thing I could think of was PUBG, Fortnite, and now Apex Legends. Oh, bro, you're, we're both gonna slap ourselves in the fucking face when we realize this. Well, while he's looking for that, the Control DLC comes out. Um, March 26, 2020, and from there... They Overwatch. Were... Oh, okay. Yeah, what right, that's Overwatch? a game, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think the, the craze between Overwatch and um, Fortnite kind of made the execs at um, Forza Horizon be like, hey, let's use avatars and fucking dance moves, like flossing and shit. Like, go oh, fuck yourself. Alright, that's my rant. <clears throat> um... I don't, I don't like the fact that they added the clothes and stuff in there for the simple fact that, fine, I'll take an avatar. But, like, we don't really need clothes because we don't even see our characters like that. And then it added to the wheel, and it was like, now I never win money in my win, wheel spin anymore after uh, match wins. And it's just like, I don't give a fuck about these clothes. Give me that 100,000 credits that was just right there. Ah, oh, gosh, you guys are complete trash. But, yeah, like I was saying, that, um... Expansion 1, titled The Foundation, which launches March 26, 2020, according to Remedy Games, um, it, will develop, it will delve into the history of the oldest house. At the request of the ever-mysterious board, Jesse must explore what lies beneath the bureau as she returns order to the Foundation in the oldest house itself. Expect things to get weird. Bro, I love control, and I can't wait for this fucking person to give me my control back because i actually want to replay that game for no reason at all i just really like that game all right final fantasy 7 remake will only be a exclusive until april 10th 2021 and the game did get delayed so instead of coming out next month i think it is coming out april as well so you guys on playstation also got your year's worth of exclusivity now there's no word on what system it's going to after the exclusive contract is up, but it could either be PC or it could be PC and Xbox or it could just be Xbox. But we'll know they'll most likely do a PC too. Uh, and then supposedly the new PS5 event will be in March, but honestly, we will never know until it happens. But the one thing I hope comes out of this freaking PlayStation event is we see the new Batman game because we all know that PlayStation has a little bundle with Batman games right now. So 
if they release anything PlayStation-y, it better come with a Batman news. I'm looking forward to the Batman game, bro. Me too. Although it's by uh, Montreal, Canada, right? Or Montreal, Canada. Um, Warner Brothers, Montreal. Yep, the one that did uh, Origins. Origins. And I'm actually totally fine with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that too. After thinking about it, everyone who hated Origins just hated the bugs. Origins had the best Deathstroke fight. Bro, that fight was so fire. Actually, it had some of the best fights. Yeah, Origins had some of the best fights. But the Arkham series had some of the best aesthetics uh like uh, city view and story and lore that's another thing i hope this game has a lot of lore like it's just so freaking great finding things in batman (sighs) all right as you guys know i freaking love batman so sometimes i have batgasms all right anyway on to the tv and movie news if you don't have any other game things you want to share need to share uh, Doom Turtles coming out in March, and I'm very excited for it. That is all. Yo, I feel like that game has been taking forever to come out. It really has. I, like, the more I freaking hear about it, the more I'm like, I want to play this game. I really want to play that game. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, can I please play this game? I was talking to Joe at work yesterday, and um, he... We were just, I don't know, we were just, like, casually talking, so I wasn't, like, very excited about anything. And then he was like... Randomly, he's like, yeah, I'm just waiting for Doom Eternal, and my face just lit up. I'm like, oh my god, me fucking too. I was like, in front of a customer too. I was like, I don't even give a shit. I, like, I can't <laughs> wait to just fucking, ah, Doom, yes. Yeah, well, as you can tell, you'll probably get some really in-depth reviews on Doom Eternal when it comes out. Alright, so the TV and movie stuff. Aquaman HBO animated series is nearing the end of production, and it will continue the story for the main cinematic universe. How do you feel about this? yep yep um i mean i think it's i just think that it's gonna be dope like it's a nice idea to continue the story through animation my only thing is does dc know what they're doing no again we are dc fans here but dc do you know what you're doing like i've seen birds of prey and i don't think you know what you're doing all right I know I keep saying things about this movie, but they use the shot of the Joker from Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey. So, yeah, because they have like 40 minutes of footage of the Joker that they didn't use, so... Here's, they used, like, literally, when he was, like, uh, dipping her over, and mm-hmm. you just see the back of his head, and he's about to drop her into the pit. They just used, like, a, a half a second of that. Oh, well, that's like a flashback thing. Yeah, it was just a flashback. Oh, well, then, yeah, that's okay. The thing is, it's like... Our Joker doesn't exist. Like, Joker's not here. This has nothing to do with the Joker. But it's about them breaking up. we need up. to use this Joker. Because well, it's about them breaking up. I didn't see the movie, but from the reviews I've heard, it's like the the first like 30 minutes they do spend good yeah, time. Yeah, it's a breakup like, story. So it's like you kind of need to involve him a little bit, but I think that's the right way to do it, is using old footage that way. You don't have to film new footage because if you film new footage, then you might get taken away and want to involve him more. And it's not about them and it's not about him. It's about her. I totally understand. I just kind of, I just, I just want to know what the fuck they're doing because in my mind, they seem like they want to keep this cast. And in my mind, it's just like, well, if you want to keep this cast, you should even the small clip of Jared Leto's Joker's back of the head, 
should have not been used. And she she could talk about Mr. J. Just don't show any form of him at all. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, the whole... I mean... I can I can talk about this for hours, but the the problem with the Warner Brothers right now in NDC is that they didn't establish a clear plan of what they want to do. And it's like they want to create their own DCU or DCEU, yeah, whatever, DCEU. Um and like the problem, they they had the the Joker came out, which was fantastic, but that has nothing to do with anything. I'm perfectly okay with that. The Batman's coming out, that's gonna have nothing to do with anything. Perfect, I'm okay with that. The problem is, is that they haven't really come out and stated, okay, we are gonna create a movie saga just like Marvel with the Infinity Saga, but then we're also gonna come out with DC movies that uses those characters that have nothing to do with like the timeline. And that's essentially what they're doing, but I don't think they've, like, officially announced, like, okay, this is our plan. We want to create this storyline, and we have people coming to us that have great story ideas, so we still want to continue having that. So, yeah, there's going to be four different Jokers films or, or involvements, and none of them have anything to do with anything. It's like, that's fantastic, but the problem what they have right now is that they, st- they have Wonder Woman 2 coming out. They still want to do something like Justice League. They're involving uh, Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad, now this movie. I think she's going to be in Suicide Squad 2, which is considered a reboot, but not a reboot. Which is also confusing. And it's just like, now you're starting to mix the same character in different storylines. And it's just very messy. And I just want someone to come out. And like they, they need their, um, who's who's running Marvel Hire right? Us, Kevin Feige. Feige, right? He comes out and he states, "This is what this is. This is what that is." No, yes, boom. Yep. They they need like a frontman. Us. Hire us. No, what's his name? Je- Jeff Johns. Yo, I, I, yeah, they can he, hire him too. He just needs to be in charge of all of that. He doesn't even need to touch the movies. He could just give you guys the outline. Like, no, no, he needs to green light movies, but not be. Inv- I mean, he can be involved that's fine, in that's production. What I'm he but can just give them the outline. Yeah, he just like, needs. He, he needs to be the. This it he, will work. He needs to be the front man and like the the PR person for DC. Like, honestly, they could just they can keep Aquaman. Fuck it, keep Aquaman. Keep bring back Henry. You can keep Wonder Woman. We're going to have Shazam 2. We can keep Shazam. We can do the Justice League that has a Shazam in it. All right. Like, there's a couple... There's things they could do. They just have to keep people and just change their line just a little bit. And we're going to have to... And again, we're having... We're going to have the Flash movie that's going to come out next year. So we technically have Shazam who... In his universe, the Justice League was a real thing. So that's post-Justice League. We have Flash, who's obviously involved with the Justice League, but then that brings up so many questions because of what the the CW, DC, TV, and put any more letters in there if you want, it did to the whole timeline thing that now they connected all the TV shows to the movie universe. But that's a different conversation for a different time. Um, so we still have so we have Wonder Woman, we have Shazam, we have technically Aquaman, because mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna get Aquaman too. Yep. We have Flash, 
so we have four and and Harley Quinn technically, right? Mm-hmm. So we have five characters that have been involved or in the same timeline slash universe with the Justice League, but we're recreating Justice League because we're gonna get a new Batman. We're and then you need to fill in the other slots for the Justice League. You're gonna we're we'd love to have Superman, but who knows if that'll be possible. Actually. The CW just made it easy for DC to turn around and be like, "Yeah, we know we know we know what we're doing," because the end of the whole crisis thing, um, it just like changed up some work. It technically bended all the worlds together and say we're all in the same multiverse. But there's still a multiverse. That's fine. All, all well, really, when you think about what. <laughs> when you think about what um, explain it. Arrowverse, okay, all right, you you're right, you explain it first. <laughs> no, because I'm pretty sure I know what you're gonna say. I was thinking I did, but who knows? I might be wrong. But at first, everyone was in their own separate universe, right? Not a part of the same multiverse, right? No, what? Uh huh. There's, There's different multiverses, m- right? Okay, all right. So what happened here is this merged the CW stuff. Because they were all on separate Earths in general. Right, but in the same multiverse. It wasn't even specified, so we're just going to say no. I, no, they were, because they had their... Actually, yes, because... They were all in the same multiverse. different multiverses. So, yeah. yeah, we could say they're all in the same multiverse. But now the CW is its own Earth. Right. Everyone is together. Right. Like Lightning, Supergirl, right. everyone who's there. Right. Makes and, crossovers a lot easier. Yes. And now... They are a part of a multiverse that is shared with the new Stargirl coming out. The DC app is in this multiverse, technically, because they show Doom Patrol and Titans. Um, and theoretically, so essentially, okay, so they the just multiverse is there. Got it. So what they did is they ju- they just made their multiverse a lot simpler, and then they just introduced more multiverses. More Earths in this multiverse. That's it. It's all in one multiverse. Everything that they showed us at the end of that episode that was going through all the Earths, they're all in this one big multiverse. Ah, uh, alright. So now we only focus on one multiverse, which is on anything that you see DC related right. on TV now, all exist in here. But so then the movies, that's a different multiverse or a different Earth in the same multiverse? Yes, different Earth in the same multiverse. Nah, I see. That's, no, I don't know. But that can fix things because they can honestly just pull some shit out their ass that makes sense They're since they're all under the same universal threat, right? Yeah, but you know the problem is what's going to happen is that... <sighs> When the Flash movie comes out, because if you really paid attention to the the Flash crossover in um, when F- TV Flash met, um, what's it called, movie Flash, when he was like, I'm the Flash, and he was like, you're what? And Because he never called himself Flash, nor did yeah. anyone else call him Flash. So you know there's, they better do this in the movie. Uh, in the Reference. movie. Uh, what? References. Yeah, yes. be like, I'm the Flash, and then be like, the Flash, what kind of fucking name is that? And be like, well... There's one time I saw myself who wasn't myself, but it was myself, and he was like, I'm the Flash, and I was like, that's a cool name, and they're gonna be like, well, you're a fucking moron, like, why don't we call you Speedy, <laughs> like, it's gonna be some shit like that, but... 
the Ezra Miller version of Flash that would fit really well for. So like I can see that um, actually working out. I think they made that character, the movie Flash, a little too dumb, like a little too like nerdy dumb. Oh, you are right. Like there is. I'm not so saying many things wrong. I'm not saying TV thing. Flash is the perfect. But at least he has his freaking science. And yeah, yeah, he's smart. he's smart. Like, yeah, genuine. there's there's he has moments of like, what do you mean? But like, he as it's it's like, if he was homeschooled and left in his basement for his whole life and then learned about friendship and and how to socialize with people through YouTube and then when <laughs> Batman first comes in, that's when he was like, ha oh, oh, ha people and then like, just it's a little too extra. Nah, I... They need to Ezra Miller it down a little bit. I 100% agree with that. And I need to meet the people who are working on these movies. The more we talk about it, I just want to know what goes to their head. Like, I just need to know what they thought they were doing. That's it. I just want to know what you thought you were doing. But also, I guess we can blame Zach. Because half of it was Zach. But then I want to know if Zach had... But we don't know it what his interpretation of Flash was because we don't know how much involvement he had at that point because then uh, Whedon, whatever his fucking first name is, came in and... Listen, I, I, I can only throw Whedon under the bus every time to justify Justice League because when I found out that he wanted to make the opening of Justice League... A 30-minute comedy bit with Batman and he wanted Batman to be the comic relief I like fucking no the way it opened was perfect the the way you make Batman the comic relief is subtle one-liners and sarcastic assholeness and that's exactly like that's what it's like in the comics and he just has like little one-liners where he jabs at people and he's fucking hysterical okay don't make Batman funny. Batman's funny on his own. And it's always things that you have to, like, think about. Like, you don't catch it immediately. Yeah, he exactly. Says it, you're reading, you're like, wait, what did you just say, Bat? He, he doesn't do it to be funny. He just does it because he's an asshole, and it's just funny. Hopefully they get their game together, and I don't understand why every director or executive producer or whatever just wants to be different. Like, if you're going to give us something, I understand it's your vision, but also give us a little bit of our vision. Like, why would you want to turn Batman into a comedian? He's never been that. No, and that's not who he is. Don't change... Like, that's when, like, people are trying to change, like, genders and stuff of, like, characters. It's like, just leave the character as the character. Pretty please. With your cherry on top. Alright. Sorry, we ranted, as usual. What were we even talking about in the first place? (laughs) Uh, The animation of Aquaman extending the DC Universe. Oh. So it all kind of worked. How would you like a two-part Final Fantasy... Whoa, Final Fantasy. (laughs) A two-part Fast and Furious 10. Bro, we bet to run for another 20 minutes. Well, too bad. (laughs) Because you're going to get it. Why? I genuinely don't fucking know. (laughs) This bothers me so much. I'm still a really big, like, Fast and Furious fan, but... (sighs) I was able to justify it up until five. After a little bit of six, okay? After six, it's just, no. 
Just, <laughs> no. Uh, again, now, if someone came out and was like, okay, um, forget about the first couple films. We're just, we're taking it this direction now. And this is what it's going to be. Cool. Great. If you want to be fucking Mission Impossible, be Mission Impossible. Because the movies are really entertaining and they're really well done. They, like, they do a lot of practical stunts and stuff like that. So it's like, it's really enjoyable to watch. But if you're telling me every single one is a sequel to the previous one. And your origin was being fucking street racers from L.A. with no... Fucking history of being a super spy or the world's best driver. Like, instead of doing all these missions and saving the world, you can easily be, like, the best F1 driver and get millions of dollars that way. Like, there's absolutely no reason for all of this. When I saw the trailer for Fast 9, yes, it's cool, but it makes absolutely no fucking sense. Bro, that's exactly what I was saying. Absolutely no sense. Now he has a brother. Okay, how come this hasn't been mentioned in goddamn ten goddamn years? No one even like. You I, need I to put out a prequel I, to I, show I his would, brother. I would please. like at, if you showed me a deleted scene at some point where someone like um, the Michelle Rodriguez's character, um, whatever her name is, I can't believe I'm blanking out on that right now. But uh, the the boy, the girlfriend of Vin Diesel. And she's like, hey, Dom, remember your brother? And then, like, as she's saying brother, she, he just slaps the fuck out of her. I'm like, hey, we don't mention him. Then I'm like, oh, okay, word. There's something there, but maybe they'll talk about it later. But you just drop this bomb of, like, oh, hey. Uh, you know, they did this in the last movie, too, where Vin Diesel has a kid all of a sudden from the, the Spanish woman that he slept with one time. And so it's like, no, here's another family bombshell. And now they're bringing back Han, which doesn't make sense, because they've killed him twice now. They killed him twice, and you try to bring him back as if, like, oh, hey, look who I found walking around in the fucking street. If you try to tell me there is some... Because now they ripped off the fucking Fast of the Future. They have rockets onto uh, Fiero, Pontiac Fiero. Yeah. And if... Don't you even dare try and tell me that there is some time-traveling bullshit because I will shit in my hand and throw it at the goddamn screen. (laughs) That's the first time I've ever said that, too. So there's a problem with Han. Paul Walker apparently is coming back. Well, Brian O'Connor's character, and it better be a goddamn voicemail because if it's anything else than a goddamn voicemail, if they show his face, it better be a picture because there is no goddamn way... That character is coming back because the motherfucker is dead. He's dead. I love Paul Walker. Rest in peace. But don't bring the motherfucker back. That's, I just, no. No, no, no. (laughs) Also, okay, I'm going to continue on my rant. Just go back. (sighs) Okay, last thing. I swear. (laughs) The, the part in the trailer where they're driving and uh, Vin Diesel's brother... Oh, okay, no, more. There's more. I'm remembering more about the goddamn trailer. This man... All of a sudden, everyone knows Kung Fu now. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez's character and uh, Paul Walker's uh, uh, wife, girlfriend, whatever she was. I don't think they ever officially got married. But all of a sudden, she can fight and disable weapons from the enemy's hands. Vin Diesel's jumping out of third-story buildings, catching onto buses, not breaking his wrist holding onto it. 
that's difficult you ever jump off something that's like four feet in the air and try to catch onto something else yeah wrists want to snap off now jump off three-story building onto the ledge of a bus yeah no your fingers are, are, are snapping off like goddamn kit kats but the part that bothered me the worst was when john cena drove off the cliff all right so i wasn't bugging that was john cena yeah no it's john cena with hair it's his new thing now um <laughs> Um, <laughs> and then the plane comes in and catches them. Okay, that's cool. Whatever, right? We've seen fucking flying cars, but then this man, Vin Diesel, drives through a post, and somehow the rope latches on to the tire, and he's like now swinging. I, oh my god! I when he fell off the freaking when he drove off the yeah yeah and then and then like he's like, he's like yeah so I am such. Uh, a, a dickhead who likes to think of like the worst situations so now i can only think of like negative situations at that point right what if mid-swing the tire just rips off as it should because you know physics and, broke. and then now it's like oh like <laughs> i'd like to imagine right during there's like a scene where like they catch and they're swinging and he like looks over to her and he's like see everything's okay and as he says that the wheel breaks off and they fall to their death final destination but then I also like to imagine, right, as they're swinging, how do they get off? Because they're being chased. They drive off a fucking cliff. Mind you, that rope is connected to the top of the cliff, right? And there's no other point to that rope. So now you drove off. You are swinging, essentially. You're going to swing away and they just crash into the goddamn side of the cliff. That's what I thought was going to happen. Like, I'm really trying to figure out what happens he, after that. There's no way you can get off. What are you going to tell me? He's going to shoot the rope now and magically fly, like, flop onto it? No. No. Need for Speed did it the best in that movie because they were driving towards the end of the cliff, and then Kid Cudi came in with a helicopter, and then, like, there's two ropes, and they latch on, and then, like, it picks them up. Perfect sense. Just, no. I... No, I'm still going to see you, and I'm still going to enjoy this movie, and I'm going to go see it pissed drunk, because that's the only way to really enjoy these movies now, because you can't take them serious. Hobbs and Shaw was absolutely stupidly great. Uh, but, yeah, so. My recommendation? Should you go see it? Yeah. Is it going to make any sense? Absolutely fucking no. So do, I, so, do you want the two-part? Oh, yeah, that's the whole point of the, the question. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, o- only if it's a Avengers Infinity Wars Endgame thing where the villain wins, people die, and then you need a second movie to come back. Okay, that's fair. If people die, they better fucking stay dead. <sighs> well, supposedly, the only reason that might be a two-parter is because that's the last movie and the only way to extend that contract is by making a movie into two parts <laughs> fast and the furious five part one part two part three part three part one <laughs> yeah pretty part much. three a part four <laughs> z it's like we want you guys to keep making movies because people are stupid well they have the spin-offs it. now so yeah, did you know that they had an animation? Thing? Yeah, no, it's garbage. I, I Just the trailer alone, essentially, they took all the themes of all the movies and then just turned it into kids. <laughs> and, and not like 20-year-old kid, like kids. Like, 
I'm not even sure they're legally allowed to drive yet, kids. But I haven't seen it. But I heard it's trash. So. <laughs> oh, that was my rant. I, I feel good after that, you know? Sometimes you just gotta let all that energy out. That's why I need to start my second podcast, just so I can yell at a microphone. <laughs> Alright. Um, oh, did you see the, the trailer Disney finally dropped for uh, Loki, WandaVision, and Falcon? Uh, yeah, like it was, teaser. yeah, it's little, little teasers, yeah, I mean, you can't expect much from it, everyone looks pretty cool, um, definitely looks interesting, I just saw the photo on, on Instagram where, um, it was Wanda and the Vision in, like, kind of, like, a 1950s or 60s, yeah, like apple pie yeah, yeah. Type and, thing. I didn't notice in the video, but in the photo I saw they, they freeze phrase and they circled, there's two floating binkies. So they have, like, invisible twins. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll uh, link you to that later. All right. Okay. That's actually some good news. Uh, like, I wonder what's going to come out of that. Do, do you know, like, the they haven't released, like, any a synopsis of WandaVision, right? Like, Not we don't really know. So I also saw something where someone was saying that WandaVision is just scenarios playing out in her head. Like, she's having, like, a mental breakdown. Right and it's just like different versions of lives she could have had because in the trailer you know how they're like in different timelines and different like uh eras and shit that's actually mad cool that'd be really cool because vision's dead so it's just like unless somehow he's not some bullshit um well i mean i just googled it and they said everything we know about the trippy tv show so my assumption is that could probably be right. I'm not going to read this whole thing because there's a lot when we're in the middle of the podcast. But, um, yeah, they said it's mysterious. But the fact that someone decided to say it's a trippy uh, trippy show gives me that idea, which would be really, really dope because that's something that I expect coming from her. Yeah. When you read when you read about Wanda Maximoff, bro, what? Yo, that bitch crazy powerful, bruh. But, um, yeah. All right. Netflix announced the Witcher animated movie that will continue to feed into the lore in the original Witcher series, which is really, really good because I am extremely loving the Witcher. Well, I finished it, but I love what they did and so much that I even started listening to the books on um, Amazon audiobook thing. It's really good. Audible. Audible, yeah. Yo, shout out to the Witcher for uh, being created by a Polish guy. Yeah, he didn't know that. I did, but then I forgot, and then I found out again, and I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Um, what else do we have? We have Disney Plus finally dropping the trailer, which I already showed, well, yeah, we already talked uh, about. Saw. Chris Rock Saw. I'm looking forward to Loki, though, by the way. I really want to see more Loki. Yeah. Um, yes, a new trailer for Spiral, which is Chris Rock's Saw movie. It came out, and the movie will be coming out 5 15, 20, and it looks intense. I can't say too much because it was actually... They called it a teaser, but to me, teasers are only about like forty seconds or less. This was that like was, a minute. It was and a teaser. Well, this was they have teasers and they have teaser trailers, and then they actually have like legitimate trailers, which are usually like three minutes. This was like a teaser trailer because <laughs> it was a teaser. Yeah, it didn't show anything. It just like gave you like this is what the story could be if you have a nice enough brain to envision what we're trying to show you. But that's it. Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler! Spoiler! Uh, Samuel L. Jackson's in it. Yes, he is. And for a second, I thought he was the villain, which he still can be. You never know with with uh, the Saw franchise. 
and I just can't wait for that. Just I I need more evil Sam Jackson in my life. You want to play a game, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did say that. Yes. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I, was I thought like, I imagined that for a second because when he was like, "You want to play a game?" and in my head I was like, "Motherfucker!" and then he actually said it. I was like, "Oh yes." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was I like how now that. like that's such a Samuel L. Jackson joke that like every everyone's actually like, oh, "Well, I think he's like contracted, like obligated to say it now." Actually, I think. Uh... I'm pretty sure they gave him the line in one of the Marvel movies. Well, no, at the surprised. at the end of Endgame, when he's turning to dust, he's like, mother... Yeah, and yeah, then he yeah. like... <laughs> hey, but that still counts in my opinion. It's like, see, we gotta get him to say it one way or another. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, don't know if you guys heard about the news, but Hawkeye is possibly dead. I don't mean the character, I just mean his TV show on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I was kind of looking forward to that. I wasn't, it wasn't. I was looking forward to seeing if they were going to make him any good. That's what I was wanting. I was just like, what are you guys going to do with him? Because no one really likes him. Like, they have failed to make anyone hey, like, I like Hawkeye him. in the... They have failed to make anyone like Hawkeye in the movies. Comics, totally different His Ronin story. character was cool. Alright, that was dope, but that's when he was killing people for 30 seconds. But he, he, he was still cool. <laughs> Every other version of Hawkeye throughout this thing was trash. Not trash. just wasn't that great. It's because they just didn't give him enough to do. I prefer Black Widow. And I don't even like her. Black, Black Widow Widow's cool, too. She is cool. I didn't like her at first. I, I, didn't like... I, I did and I didn't, but then she got cooler. I don't like her because I don't really care for Scarlett Johansson, but then when Scarlett Johansson... Oh, Black Widow. I'm thinking of fucking Scarlet Witch. No, I love Scarlet Witch. Yeah, no, no, Black Widow I really don't care about too. Yeah, I'm not. I don't really care about Scarlett Johansson. And guys, you can be like, oh, she's so. I don't give a fuck. No, I honestly didn't like her until she did uh, Major Kusanagi and Ghost in the Shell, and that's because I'm a Ghost. But in she's the Shell also man, so trash like, in that too. Yeah. So. Mm, no, I'm gonna blame the director for that. No, nah, she's trash. Nah, I just don't like her. She's nah. <laughs> <laughs> Is she a good actress? That's me. With can be, but I just I don't like her. I don't like it. Listen, if she does, if if I watch something and she does a good job, I'll I'll uh, you know say she did a good job. But I think she's overrated. Oh, that that much I can give you for sure. Like yeah. I genuinely only like her. Am I going to see was... Black Widow? Yeah, yeah. of course. Oh, of but... course. Well, that's also because it's also like part of our job now too. One, we're invested in the Marvel universe. Yeah. And then two, we kind of made this our job, so it's yeah. like gotta watch it um all right and now on to the comic book news which is sponsored by heroes comics get your comics there make a poll list five comics or more and you get a nice little discount all right guys norwell connecticut you know i got a really cool shirt from him too and once we start doing video podcasts i'm gonna wear it and i'm just gonna stand in front of the camera for five seconds and just be like hey guys ad placement and then back it's nice and it's blue. I feel like a superhero wearing it. Comic book news. The DC Comics is getting metal again with Metal 2, which stems which seems to which seems to be set up with the end of Justice League 49 and Hella Risk. Oh, so that's coming too. I mean wow, it's coming too. That's coming soon. Cuz we're yeah. at 40 so and we're two. No, we're Hold at forty nine. It's just forty nine no, no, no. is setting we're, up. We're ah, uh, I'm saying because I'm saying we're at forty right now, for Justice League. Fifty. For Justice League, you just read fifty downstairs. We just read forty, dipshit. You read forty nine. 
39 and 40. Holy okay, dipshit. Okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I know I'm fucking Shut right. Shut the fuck up. Oh, wait, did I say 49? Maybe I did write that down. Anyway, no, at the end of Justice League 39, sets up placements for uh, Metal to come. Okay, now, now I get what you're saying. And then Hell Arisen, I guess by the end of Hell Arisen, that's going to set up even more. Because Hell Arisen has a Batman who laughs in it, which stemmed from the Metal... Uh, storyline that's where he came from anyway oh now this makes sense because i kind of did think that they were pulling metal out their ass but now that i'm speaking out loud i'm just like oh everything connects half of the stuff going on fucking happened because of metal um so yeah wonder woman will have a fucking chainsaw heads up free comic book day uh dc will be shoving the next big event in our face which seems to have wally west becoming the new dr manhattan which is wild. We get Manhattan as a speedster. Like, I just want to know how that's gonna fucking be. Because in Flash Forward, he touched the Mobius chair. And in that chair was Owlman, who got demolished by Dr. Manhattan. So there's some Dr. Manhattan essence on that chair now. Because Dr. Manhattan kind of leaves his, his powers everywhere he goes and uses them which is really interesting so i can't wait to see how this turns out we will talk more about flash forward in the coming future though so hold off on that one but yeah um and we may be even bringing the watchman universe back into the fold yet again which will be great because i enjoyed doomsday clock which is another thing we will eventually be talking about again um these will be spinning out of the events of flash forward which will be cut which we will cover like i said and generation zero is the upcoming lead up to this event this is the first thing this generation zero thing and then dc is just gonna start shoving shit down our throats so better get them pull list prepared get that money ready because we're gonna be spending a fucking lot on these damn comics this year yep um apparently it was more of a dc thing to kill alfred than it was a tom king thing so tom king gets four percent less hate from me but um, still don't like them that much. Just for this run. Just for this run. Now on to the books. Starting with Justice League 39. <sighs> 39 is the finale of the Justice League Doom War with the return of Martian Manhunter. And he is having the most intense mental fight with Perpetua ever. He's racing into the minds of everyone in the world, telling them to help choose the side of justice and fight back perpetua angry is trying to make her children fight and fall back into darkness but it seems as if the heroes are winning all over again but in reality they still lose they lost she completely wipes the team out and they all disappear but martian manhunter is reborn into a black space and so are the others the other heroes but they're not heroes anymore because no one can hear them and and all this black they're wearing black costumes and it's really really cool i thought that was going to be their new costumes but it's not really um they ended up getting their costumes back as uh john admits defeat and the quintessence show up and they're like you guys were always going to lose but there's a way you can win and they show them this door and they tell them to go through this door if they really want to get the answers they seek which will connect the past and the future and everything in between and that ends 39 now not 
sure how 39 meshes into 40. It doesn't really make sense. But I think it's more like 39 is a thing for now. That is a separate entity from 40, which is still in continuity. It's just a little bit down the line. And the Justice League that we know from 39 might be going somewhere else. Not sure. We will get there when we get there. But I just want y'all to know that it don't seem to mesh in properly because we're about to jump into Justice League 40 right now. And it's going to be like, huh? We start with a man falling from the sky, and it turns out to be a Daxamite. He comes to warn Superman and everybody that the Eradicator is on the way. And this time, he's got a deep army with him. As the team prepares for arrival, Batman goes to try and get back up the magical kind, but he kind of gets caught in a trap, and the Eradicators come in hot and ready to fuck shit up. And now we end with Superman and the rest of the League, led by Jon Stewart, the Green Lantern. Yes, he is the leader of the Justice League now. And... Um, yeah, they're about to get fucked up by the Eradicators and Batman's stuck in a magical trap. Now, let's talk about these two issues before we go on to the next thing. So how'd you feel about the whole Justice League do more thing? It ended... <sighs> Again, they always end... Oh, God, I'm getting a muscle cramp. Uh, it, it seemed kind of rush again. Mm-hmm. Like, where all of a sudden he came back in the last uh, issue of 38... Yeah, 38. When Shane sacrificed himself. Yeah, he came back in, like, you know, the last page, and he's like, ha I'm back, like Jesus. <laughs> and um, and then this episode, they kind of just, like, rushed the whole thing, and unless they come back to it, because then, like, 40 is something completely else, and it just, like... The way 39 ends when they're talking... Um, they're on the the moon or I don't know whatever they're looking down at Earth and they're they're talking to like the the God of Gods and it's like the quintessence yeah and um and they just kind of end on that and then it's like the next issue it's like well they're like one has nothing to do with the other thing it's like are are we gonna touch base on this. What definitely better not happen is 30 issues from now, they're going to be like, see issue 39, and you're like, well, I don't fucking remember, nor do I know where that issue is, so how about no? How about you tell me the fuck is going on? I think it's going to be a, a timeline thing, because uh, at the there was a page where they showed a couple different timelines. They showed the Watchmen universe, because if you know it, you didn't finish Doomsday Clock, did you? Nope. Well, that shows you how responsible he is not reading that fucking comic. Anyway, I think that is just a timeline thing. I'm not too sure what's going to happen. I guess we're going to have to wait and figure out. But uh, I think it all has something to do with timelines and multiple timelines. And I mean, comic books, bro. It's always the fucking timeline. It's always jumping fucking timelines. Now, until we get more answers from that, we wh- what do you think about the coming threat of the Eradicators? I think it's definitely going to be a hard fight for them. Um, I can't remember what I remember the Eradicator from. I know I read something, mm-hmm. and he was in it, mm-hmm. and I know it was a tough fight. Mm-hmm. Now he has his own army, so I know it's going to be a good fight. I don't know how I feel about storyline, plot-wise. I feel like they kind of lost me. Like, it's been running a little too long, and it's it's been too complicated with this storyline bleeding into other stories, and it's just, like, it's been a super long thread. Well, technically, um, if 
this this might help you out. The original Justice League, um, from Justice League One of Rebirth to thirty nine, mm-hmm. that has ended. So, in the form of Justice League. So if you want to try and make this more enjoyable for yourself, when you start forty, think of it as brand new Justice League story. Like, think of it like how we got Batman, just a brand new writer. That's what's happening here. Because it is a new writer anyway. Yeah. But doing that fashion. Because I know what you mean. When you, when stories, like, um, this was the, we had 39 issues that were all about doom and justice. Yeah. League. So sometimes so now it's a whole new thing. it feels a little weird reading 39 issues that keep leading into other things. So then it's just like, oh, the story is long. So think of it as a whole nother thing, because technically it is, even if it does connect, but it's not going to touch the Justice League Doom War thing anymore. Now they're just brand new problems, different shift in team chemistry, which is actually something I like. I do like that little shift in uh, team chemistry. Batman is not fucking with Jon Stewart being the leader right now. It's not that he's not fucking with it. I think it's just like there's so much change in his life where and he doesn't know how to really handle that. I mean, it could be that too, but I think I mean, he's never really cared for the Green Lanterns. Of course, he always considered everyone a teammate no matter what. Yeah. But when he used to fucking when him and Hal Jordan used to go back and forth at it, man, the motherfucking days was hilarious. But um I can't wait to see them fight the Eradicator. I want to know how that's going to turn out. Because that nigga's stronger than Superman, technically. Um, He was made to protect Krypton. So what happens when he fucking destroys the people of Krypton? That's the the part that's going to get scary. And now he got a whole squad. So I wonder how that's going to turn out. Um, I do wonder what's going to come from this. Uh, when I was reading the first, um, not the synopsis, it's a, I can't remember what they call them when they release the, um, it's a word that's slipping in my mind. But anyway, I was reading it and it was talking about the upcoming issues of how Justice League will be facing a bunch of new challenges and stuff that will challenge them as a team together. So the only couple things I'm wondering is... Will Batman and Superman still have be dealing with that issue of keeping a secret? Because uh, once you start reading Infected, you'll realize that they've been keeping hella secrets, again, as usual, from everyone. So everyone has a different opinion on them once again. And I mean, I think the Justice League is going to get fucking disbanded, like, officially soon. Even if it's just, like, for comic's sake and it only lasts, like, a while. I think they should take a break from, like, what they kind of did with Arrow. Like, mm-hmm. Arrow's going to come back eventually. Um, well, no, I they think, redid, like, like, Teen Titans. The and... team's going to quit. Like, I think that's oh, what I think okay. going to happen. I know what you're saying. But yeah. I think, like, the team's just going to be like, yo, Bat's super. The shit that y'all be doing? Sorry. We got to kick y'all out or we leaving. But then again, this, uh... 5G things coming up soon. So I'm pretty sure this form of Justice League is getting disbanded quick anyway. Because by the time the 5G thing happens... 5G? Yeah, the fifth generation. The one that keeps saying where everyone's going to die and they're going to get rid of like Batman and and all the other uh, 
Trinity people like Superman's getting replaced, Wonder Woman might be getting replaced as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that thing. So I think when that happens, Justice League might be take. I feel like the comic might even take a break, and the team itself is going to end up having to take a break. Man, I just can't wait for that. I just want to know what the fuck's gonna happen to them. But anyway, I think the issue was a good start to something that could be really intense and cool. So I'm waiting to see what happens. I hope that they do. It can be a connecting story, but make the connection so light that all we really need to focus on for now are just the three-part story arcs, kind of like Detective Comics is doing right now, where it's just like we had the two pagan joints that we talked about last episode, and now we got another story that's coming up in them. Like, I kind of miss the days when comics were just a couple story arcs. Everything connected, but it was just a couple story arcs, and it didn't feel like I needed to hold this massive amount of information. But at the same time, the massive amount of information thing is also cool, because then it leads to some really fucking intense stories, like the whole Perpetua thing. Um, Batman 88. Was lit. Yeah, it was pretty fucking intense. Selina begins talking to Riddler while digging up a grave, and this grave is the Joker. One of the three, we assume, and apparently this was something that ties back into long ago. But it's not like one of those things that was in a comic that we already read, because there was no annotations. No, this is something that we'll probably learn about over time. But we aren't told exactly what it is. And as things progress, it only gets worse. Penguin has been captured, uh, has captured the assassins and is trying to pay them to go away. But Deathstroke breaks out and Batman drives through the place. And when he arrives, Deathstroke cuts Penguin's throat. With his last few breaths, he tells Batman, everything that's happening, it's a play that is put in motion. It was a play to take down everything and eventually kill Bruce Wayne. And technically, Penguin was trying to stop it from happening. He didn't didn't really want it to go down anymore like that. But someone did. The designer did. That's just such a cool, like, villain name. It actually is. At first, I, when I first read it, I was like, the designer? It, it sounds dumb at first, but, but the like... But utter it in the comics? Yeah, and it's not like a villain that, like... Kind of like the Riddler, right? Like, the Riddler... in Not in theory, but, like, the Riddler's kind of a cool name because, like... Or maybe... No, it's not. I don't know where I was going with that. But, like, the designer's cool because that's someone who... Oh, that's what I that's what I meant to say. So the Riddler, he doesn't really go like hand to hand combat with Batman. He's more of like, I set up puzzles and crimes and like I I do things from a distance. I make you work to get to. Yeah, and that's what like the designer seems like really cool. Like he sets these really difficult plans that Batman's like struggling to figure out what the hell's going on, and he's like the butt of the joke, and um. And the designer just gets to, like, sit back and just, like, watch, like, like, that's, I think that's the best way to genuinely fight Batman, unless you're, like, someone like Bane, like, because, like, those fights are fucking awesome, but I think, like, the, the, the second best kind of version of fight Batman is on a, on a mental, psychological, like, thriller-esque mystery battle. Um, the, the crazy thing about this whole thing is, this is something that's been happening in Gotham, for a while, technically, and Batman never—he did not know anything of it. Nope. And Batman knows everything about. This is only like the third time Batman didn't know, 
because the first one was the Court of Owls. I don't know if you ever got a chance to read it when nope. I lent it to you. No. Nope. But um, Batman didn't know the Court of Owls was a thing. He thought it was just a fairy tale. He did not know that they were underneath Gotham, underneath Wayne Tower. I mean, Wayne uh, Manor. Like, they were infested in his city. And this is a villain that he doesn't seem to know anything about. And it's a plan that he doesn't seem to know anything about was put into motion underneath his nose. And it's nuts. And it's the worst part is Catwoman, who is his wife now, was also had a hand in this a long time ago but she was trying to tell uh she was trying to tell batman this but she got knocked out and then um harley quinn came to her rescue so like i thought that was a cool addition i'm like harley and that and then now like the joker's coming back so now it's gonna be like harley and catwoman versus uh the joker yeah bro like i'm looking forward to this because i like harley quinn and i do like harley quinn away from the joker um, she has so much spotlight now, and it is honestly very, very enjoyable. So I can't wait to see what the fuck happens, because this designer dude, or female, is fucking, fucking shit up already. It's only been 86, 7, 8, 3 issues, and I just feel like this shit's intense. And it's supposed to go on until issue 100, and that's the end of this dude's run, and that's also possibly the end-ish of Batman or into an event, and then the end of Batman. So, I really hope that his run is, like, the most intense Batman run that we have since, in my opinion, New 52 stuff. Yeah. How do you rate this issue? I don't think I could necessarily rate it as a one shot. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, then how do you rate? I, I like the art so far. I could always do that. The the three issues so far. Uh, I like comic. I like the designer plotline so far. Okay. I just really hope it doesn't let me down like all the other ones where it it starts off really interesting and then like it holds really well and then when it comes time for the climax it's just like and it's like great. How many issues do you think that they should put on a climax? I think, I think honestly, that the rule of thumb is six. You have your intro, then you have your four middle, and then you have your, your finale. Because you think, like, all the miniseries we have, they've been, like, six issues. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. Um, like, eight, eight max. Only because I'm thinking, like, um... Alright, so he has 15 issues, technically. Yeah, he has 15 issues. So far, he is introducing the designer without showing us the designer. Showing Batman getting broken in a couple of ways. Someone's trying to tear down Bruce Wayne, and the Joker's apparently coming back, and we still haven't seen the designer, and now we just learned about a play. All in three issues. Um, so, I guess my question is more of, so I guess my real question is, how many issues do you want them to make Batman versus the designer? Like, when it comes down to the actual fight that ends it, like, that that leads up to the ending, so you don't feel like it's rushed. Do you think it needs more issues, or do you think it, it's probably the dialogue that... No, I think, um, or the full 15 run, are we saying? Well, it's more like, just, just the last, the last few things. Like, when it comes to Batman about to beat the designer when he's about to win 
his fight, do you think it can all happen in one issue, or would you prefer two issues, or is it not the issue length? Is it more like the dialogue that they use to end it? Like, how you said um, Justice League, you felt that was rushed. Yeah. I, I think that if... I, I don't mind if, if the finale's too, um, two, 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 two issues, two issues. Yeah. I'm just kind of, I'm trying to think of like the, the Justice League. So, all right. So with Justice League 39, my problem with that is that like Martian Manhunter comes back and then that comic ends. And then in 40, they have to, 38, 39. No, 40. Okay. So, so 39, Martian Manhunter comes back. That's the last page. Then you're into okay. 40. That's so 39. Now, yeah. When he comes back, that's the last page. 39. I mean, 38. He comes oh, back. Oh, 38. Yeah, 38. 39 is, yeah. So then 39, they kind of, like, uh, half the comic's about him, right? And then Perpetua. And then, so it's only really, like, three-fourths of the comic is kind of the finale because the other one's kind of, like... Not really explaining Ma- Martian Manhunter, but it's about Martian Manhunter, so it's like, it's not a full, like, finale for me. So I think where you can have a two-parter if you want to kind of do like your your background story and kind of like the 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 hype for the finale, then yeah, do like a part one, part two. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me the story and then within the the last issue that should be the finale you're wasting a, the first couple pages with like background and like dialogue and like some other bullshit nah just like get into it so maybe a better finale for the designer thing might be more fight or batman putting up more of a fight than him explaining i w- would like, be would be really cool out of the 15 run right so you spend let's say eight issues right designer the, this whole th- or maybe not eight issues so you spend another two three four max mm-hmm. issues with trying to figure out what the plan is and then i want to say like they batman trying to figure out who the designer is and then like finally someone's like it's him and then he goes to find who the designer is but then it's actually like a decoy it's not really him and then like the thing is like who is the designer like no one really knows who the designer is and then it goes into a, a different story. Like, Batman has to fight, like, this new villain now. Like, there's a new threat. But then, within that, say, four issues, he's constantly talking, like, because he's thinking, right? Like, because it's, it's an investigation. So, as he's fighting or dealing with this new problem in the back of his head, he's constantly thinking, like, all right, I did this, and this wasn't the designer, so who could the designer be? And then, and then it's just kind of like, or maybe he's caught off guard, so as he's dealing with this new case, he's not on top of his game because he's trying to figure out who the designer is. And then they kind of come back to where the focus is the designer. And then you have two two issues of that, and then your finale. Okay. So it's not it's not like kind of like the wedding uh, series where it's just super dragged out, and then the, somehow your finale gets rushed. I think like you can have a really good storyline with it, um, and have a really good story and then just kind of like pull back from it so it's not the main focus and then go back into it and then and then finish it off. Scratching my beard. <laughs> Alright, no, I, I get what you're, uh, how you're feeling on the finale thing. I think for me, because the only thing that I really felt was rushed 
was I'm cool with the way Justice League kind of ended, except for the complete ending, because I don't know what the fuck's going on after they walk through that door. That's my biggest gripe. Yeah, it's just, I don't like how they kind of leave things. Open-ended things, especially when it's supposed to connect to everything else. Yeah. Now, if it was, if they were like, yo, this is literally the end of Justice League, we're starting back at one, then it's like, alright, fine, you gave us some open-ended shit, but you know you're not gonna continue it. Mm-hmm. Fine. But we know that this is going to make go into the main continuity, so it's like, can I have my answers, please? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that, and then the Tom King thing, that's my only thing. When it comes to finales, I don't like an extreme amount of dialogue, unless the dialogue actually has real, real grounds. Like, if him and the designer are fighting, and then during the finale, the designer's like, I've been doing this since this. Like, it's something that, like, hits even us. It's like, shit, I remember that back then. Oh, that's why he's pissed off. Like, if it's something like that, that's fine when dialogue's good. But if it's literally just a bunch of monologuing and talking, and it doesn't feel like it's tugging at my heart or at my fucking comic brain, and it's just talking just to be talking, then I feel like it's a wasted finale kind of like tom king when he was throwing the poems in everywhere like they had meaning but it wasn't enough meaning for me to be like word i totally feel you poetry batman like that shit was just kind of trash to me the fighting was good but then like the dialogue that went around it kind of took away from it like i think it was you who said it or maybe i heard it on comic storian um I just don't want to give the wrong props. But, for example, the scene when he found Alfred mm-hmm. would have been perfect without the uh, without the words. Like, if it was just the drawing of Batman waking up, looking around, finding the writing on the wall, and then coming down to see Alfred, and then him screaming, yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, I think but so. Like, the poetry that they put there kind of, like, took away from the feeling, because now I'm focusing on trying to figure out what the fuck this poetry means. Wow. Yeah, I think the art could really like speak for itself, and like it, that alone says so much. So then, when you're trying to like add in like that, like you're saying the poetry, and poetry alone is like it's its own version of art form. So like you might interpret it one way, I might interpret it another way, and like and then we're also trying to find like the deeper meaning like within it, like what they mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I hope that um, when it comes to the end of this, they don't focus too much on the dialogue unless it's very important dialogue like don't give us the dialogue unless it's super important because i want to i want to feel the end of the issue like i want the end of the issue to be like damn that shit was dope not that shit was dope but it was ruined by the words that were being spoken flash 87 our last comic for the day First thing I must say is I really hope that they don't lose this increase in speed force that they have gotten because during the whole you're the villain thing, Flash, the speed force kind of like broke because the black racer died and he was alive to keep infections out of the speed force. And um, yeah, so they ended up dying or the speed force ended up uh, like being supercharged and some shit. It's pretty wild. But anyway um barry allen let himself get locked up because he couldn't control speed force they put power dampening cause on him and him and snart took a ride to arkham asylum where they both were going to be uh admitted but barry ended up getting help from pie piper um who helped him uh, put himself back on the same frequency plane because that was the biggest issue he was in 
multiple planes at once when his speed force broke. So he was vibrating so fast that he was in different planes. Yeah, so Piper used the big uh, frequency gun to help ground them back and give him his speed powers back. And during all this, uh, Captain Cold broke out. <laughs> Glider went and saved him, of course, because they're family. And honestly, Captain Cold has been, he's been pretty badass after that whole Lex thing. And this issue, he was pretty funny, but he also seemed like he was kind of connecting with Flash a little bit, which was interesting to me. But um, I think this was a nice issue of Flash getting his powers back. But hey, that's not where we end. Because old man Flash comes back from year one, and he tells Barry, everything was going great. And then Paradox showed up. And we do not know who Paradox is, but Paradox apparently is a fucking beast because he just shredded old man Barry to dust. So your opinion on the newest Flash issue? I didn't really like until the end. Um, I just kind of get tired with the Flash about like his struggle and everything. Like to me, like he's a very like complainy, moany character. Um, I mean, the the issue wasn't bad. I'm just slowly getting tired of tired of it. And uh, but I like how it it seemed to slightly get darker. The fact that the Flash was the old, future Flash future flash was disintegrating in front of them uh and just like the the way they didn't really hide from it they uh they really like showed him disintegrating um so i I, i'm kind of hoping they're taking more of a darker path to it and that case i am excited and i'm i'm interested about this new villain and the fact that he's like a new villain so it's uh definitely gonna be i'm looking forward to the storyline yeah, I like these new villains um, that we're getting. Like, Batman's getting a new villain. There's a new villain. Eradicator's definitely not a new villain, but Eradicator with a squad's a new fucking villain. And then um, whatever the fuck else is supposed to be coming. I'm, I'm fucking with this whole, with DC right now, um, with the new villain change thing. Yeah, me too. Hopefully everything ends up being as good as we hope because, um, yeah, DC, I mean... I'm not saying nothing's wrong with the comics, but I just want to know what they're really building to. It's more of the comic delays that bug me. Because we've had a lot of delays coming this way, like Doomsday Clock fucked up the delay system, so we don't know where it fits in with anything. And then the way certain things end, it's just like, alright, I just want to know the connection. Once I know the connection, everything's ten times better. But other than that, fucking shit's great, so... I like it, keep it going, DC, let's see what's popping. Alright guys, we don't have any recommendations uh, because we just started Black this season. But... Uh, how you know I don't have any recommendations? Oh, do you have recommendations? No, I don't, but I oh, just right, don't like see? how you oh, assumed yeah. that I, I didn't. I knew it, we don't have any recommendations, guys. We will get back on a recommendation. Actually, thing, you know but... what, I lied. I will recommend Justify, the TV show. If you have Hulu, it's on Hulu. Uh, if you have illegal streaming services, then go ahead, do that. But we don't support. No, no, uh, we don't. But you know, if that's your thing, that's what you do. You know, Cody that bitch up. Uh, I'm currently watching Justified, and it's really good. So, yeah. Um, actually, you bumped that show into my uh, a show into my head with by doing that. Uh, if you guys have Netflix, so the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is fire. Sabrina's a dumbass, but the show is fucking great. <laughs> um, she just does so much stupid things, but the show is. 
fucking fantastic. So you should check that out. And yeah, it's a little evil. So if you if you feel a little some type of way about watching that chilling thing, just put your hands together and pray real quick before each episode. Otherwise, go ahead and just turn that shit on. It's fucking fire. Also, if you haven't seen, if you have Netflix, if you haven't seen Ozark, uh, check that out. They have two seasons out. The third one's coming out March. Really good series about money laundering, uh, dealing with like the cartel and whatnot. So it's really good. Check it out. Man, that first season. I didn't finish the first season, uh, but Ozark. First, yeah, first few episodes was fucking fire. See, even if you like it, that's saying a lot. If you like that t- type of, because it's very like, uh, it's a dialogue based show too. That's it is. It's thing. very like yeah. It's very dialogue and story driven, and and you really do have to pay attention. And like I've tried getting you onto some of these shows, and like it's just not your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you were saying it's a really good show, like, that just proves, like, how yeah, fun. Cool. Dude, Ozark's it is such show. an addicting show. I am going to get back on the Ozark wave. Um, all right, yep. I don't have anything else. Again, this we didn't actually plan to do the recommendations today, but we'll nope. get back on our recommendation swag uh, minimum two episodes from now. So thank you very much for tuning in, and hopefully we see you again next week. I'm going to go get some tacos. Fat ass. Later.